Welcome to Poolside Podcast. This is episode number 15 and I'm your host, Rachel Anthony. Today I'm chatting with Taryn Shea, the CEO and founder of Fit and Chic, an online community for women to connect and find confidence in themselves to live their best life. We talk about how to break the barrier for living a healthier, happier life, why the challenges of running your own business are what make it so exciting, why having a community is the key to being successful in reaching your goals, and why you need to jump all in and lead with your heart when it comes to your life. I was so inspired by this conversation with Taryn, and I'm excited to hear what you think. Screenshot this episode and share it on your stories to tell me what your favorite part of the episode was. Let's get to it. Here is Taryn Shea. Welcome to the podcast. I am sitting here today. I'm not sitting with. I'm on the phone with uh, Taryn Shea today. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. It's definitely a privilege for me. Yeah, I'm super excited to hear your story. Um, Do you want to start off with telling us who you are and what you do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So thanks again for having me on. It's um, very exciting. So as you mentioned, yes, I'm Taryn Shea, and I am sitting in beautiful, hot, and humid Miami at the moment. Um, Well, I shouldn't say at the moment. This is where I live. So, um, but I did actually grow up in Alberta, small town girl with big dreams. Um, Many of your listeners may actually be familiar with Leduc is the name of the city that I grew up. And um, basically in high school, I just had this huge dream of traveling and I just wanted to to see more of what I was growing up, surrounded by growing up, you know, being growing up in Leduc. So I went off to um, travel to several different countries. And then one opportunity led to the next, which I ended up getting a job working in Disney World, which long story short, that is how I ended up living in Florida and never essentially leaving Florida. And that is why I'm I am in Miami right now. So that kind of because that's always like the first question is, okay, you're from Leduc. How the hell are you sitting in Miami right now? So I hope that answers some questions right off the bat there. Yes. Well, I mean, you're missing nothing here because it's snowing today. So I'm sure oh that doesn't gosh. make you want to move back. <laughs> you know, it it doesn't. And the only time that I actually miss the snow and the cold weather is actually around like a week before and a week after Christmas that I actually do genuinely get really jealous of everyone's posts. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I don't want to be in Miami. So I do envy you for, for some of that, for some time of the year. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of Calgary, I was there recently, um, like really recently, it's like two, two weeks ago. And it was so cold when I landed and then it got really hot. So that was really confusing, but yeah, yeah, I, I actually am. I'm a big fan of Calgary, though. <laughs> well, we like it. I mean, I'm also a huge fan of Florida, so right? <laughs> we, can, we can travel. That's what's best about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so anyway, just to answer your first question there, I um, growing up, I was overweight. I was very insecure. Um, and the worst part about that was the fact that I had these 
desires, these passions inside to become a fitness inspiration, to be a woman that exuded confidence. I dreamt of being able to go in the stores and pick out anything fashionable that I desired, but I couldn't. I was essentially trapped in this mindset and trapped in this body that I felt so uncomfortable. I felt it was always just this inner battle. And I, and as a result, I was just bitter and I felt jealous towards the other girls. I gossiped and things just got worse for me, um, even though I was traveling. And I thought that once I was traveling, I would be able to find myself and I would, somebody would give me the answer. Somebody would save me along the way. But every time that I came home from uh, Australia, I came home from Thailand, came home from these trips, I was the same person. In fact, I was even gaining more weight. Until Rachel, I'm leaning up. I promise you, I am answering your first question. <laughs> You're like, where are you going? I am. I am getting into. I'm getting into exactly what I do now. So then, Rachel, after uh, my trip to Thailand, I received an email, and in the email, it said, "Taryn, um, thanks so much for being with us on your 50-day tour." Um, there's pictures attached. Do we have your permission to post them on the internet? So I'm looking at the pictures and I'm confused. I'm not even in these photos. Why does he need my permission? And then it hit me. I was in those photos and I did not even recognize myself. I had literally just got so bloated, gained more weight. My posture, I just the look in my face, I was like, who is that? Like enough. It was so painful. So I was typing back saying, you do not have permission. I don't want these images on the internet. And it was just when Facebook was um, becoming a thing. And I'm like, no, don't put these on Facebook. And writing that email, Rachel, was so painful for me that it was one of those moments, one of those moments that changed literally the direction of my life. I took action. In that moment, it re I realized that nobody is coming through that door to save me, that I need to take ownership of my life. I need to get in the driver's seat. If I have these passions and this, I can see what I want to create. I, I know who, what type of woman I want to be. Then I said, Taryn, you better put the work in and you need to become her. So that is exactly what I did. And, um, I took, it, it took, uh, a three years for me to lose about 50 or 60 pounds. And I became a fitness competitor for fitness America, uh, pageants. Um, I became fitness model and then a personal trainer because I became very passionate about sharing my lifestyle with other people. And, um, and things just took off for me, you know, since then. And so ever since th that transformation, um, if you will, I've just really compiled on top of that and, and just become even more of the woman that I've always wanted to be. And so now not, I'm not just into fitness. I don't compete anymore. Now I'm more into lifestyle, which is exactly now I'm finally answering your first question. So that is why I I've created Fit and Chic, which is my brand, my baby. And um, I help other women go on a, a similar transformation journey. I help women 
become the best versions of themselves from the inside out. So it's an entire lifestyle community and I'm the CEO and founder. So that answers your first question. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, we need the answer in the full, full realm. I would have just asked you more questions anyway. So (laughs) there you go. Exactly. I just got it all out for you. (laughs) Exactly. So uh, what do you offer women in Fit and Chic? Is it a blog? Is it a Facebook group? Uh, what can women expect when they either want to join or when they just like Google it? So thank you so much for asking that. So Fit and Chic is the platform that I use is Facebook. So it's in a closed Facebook group and that's the community. So that's one component of Fit and Chic is the Facebook um, community. And in there is accountability and support. It's It's your tribe. It's your family. It's your village. It's whatever you want to call it. But it is so beautiful. It is empowered women, empowering women. They get together in the cities that they live in it is so beautiful and it is so much bigger than myself I give all the credit to these amazing women for making fit and chic what it is I'm so proud of them so in there I submit I write my own articles sometimes they're videos like live live videos sometimes they're articles and I post fashion every Thursday every Tuesday is a brand new nutrition article Um, and then I also create my own workouts which with videos and the description every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they have a new workout. And then every day of the week, there's a daily challenge. And then there's something else for them to engage in, whether it's mantra Monday, or they check in with pictures on Monday, and then they share recipes on Sunday. And so there's something every single day for them to be engaged with. So that's one component of Fit and Chic. And then we also have, which is my favorite, I get so excited talking about our live retreats and that is just so exciting for me because that's an opportunity for me to see these amazing women in person for me to hug them in person because I'm so invested in their transformation and in their journeys and in their life and then when I get to meet them in person like my I'm like almost actually shaking thinking about it because it really is what makes it all come full circle for me so I've had two retreats so far and both of them actually being in Calgary which is so neat because um well I'll share why so much is happening in Calgary in a minute but um so we also are going to be having other retreats in other cities we have lots of uh lots of exciting things coming up down the pipeline for live retreats and then the net and then the other component it is um, our our merchandise. So we have fit and chic jugs and tank tops and journals. And um, so basically those three components is what what makes up the brand fit and chic. Cool. No, that's awesome. And I think it's good to have, I mean, as you know, with branding and marketing to have different touch points so that people can relate with different parts of it. And then you get like a bigger community out of it that way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like the live videos, um, you know, the articles, and then you can see each other in person. Yeah, I try to I try to cover all my bases, like what you say, for me to to be able to, um, to touch them. Yeah, I like that you just brought up the business side of it. Absolutely. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it is a business. Uh, this podcast is focused on the businesses that people have created. Um, Going back to the Facebook group, how do people join? Is there like a vetting process or is there questions you have to answer when you go to click on joining the group? 
No, you know, I, I created the community for all women. So, um, so the, so actually let me, let me, um, answer that from an, uh, a more business uh, perspective. It, so the monthly membership is 1599, um, us a month. So when they click on the link, I get the payment, then they're, the, the link is sent to them um, via email with a welcome letter. And that is how they are. They know where to find the group. And then when I see them request and I know I've got the payment, that's that's the technical business side of how they're actually let into the, um, so to speak, led into the, the Facebook group. And then to find these incredible women that want to, uh, that want to, you know, join the community is, is just social media. I mean, I, I don't even have, I, I really, I mean, some Facebook ads and some Instagram ads, but it's been word of mouth and then just using my social media platforms. Okay. Yeah. That's a, I mean, an amazing way to reach people, especially if you're in a different country or different city and you want to reach obviously any woman in the world. Yeah worldwide like literally worldwide and you know what um as well rachel we literally have women in i think it's five different countries right now most of them are canadian and we've got us germany australia um france and i think there's maybe a couple other countries so that is the most exciting part of having a business online is being able to reach people around the world that it gets me so fired up no, that's amazing. And do you want to touch upon why you chose Calgary for your live retreats then, like you were going to say before? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, um, so there's this amazing woman who, in fact, actually, I think she reached out to you. Her name is Jocelyn Page. She lives in Calgary. So we actually met when I was living in Disney World and we just kept in touch. I hadn't seen her since, but um, she, when I created... Oh, you know what? I just realized I, there's, we also have an additional, um, to the community and the, uh, retreats. I got ahead of myself. We also have a 21 day program. So that's an addition to everything else. We have a separate 21 day program. So that is how fit and chic started. I didn't start with the community. I started with the program and Jocelyn was one of the first women that went through my 21 day program and she loved it so much. She had incredible results and she just has stayed with me since the very beginning and she has this incredible newfounded confidence and self-worth and she's just this brand new beautiful person she's inspiring all of her family members and her friends and her community she's lost over 60 pounds as a result of this and so she has just by just by um attracting this living this new lifestyle she has attracted all of these women in Calgary, all of her mom friends, her, her mom, her mom's friends, her cousin, her cousin's friends, and it's just growing. And so that is why I've been to Calgary twice in just a short, like three months is because we have such a base in Calgary, all stemming from this one incredible woman who is just so passionate about the fit and chic lifestyle. Wow. No, that's amazing. Yeah. And you know what, let me add on to that, you know, for um, anyone that's really, you know, wondering, let me get a little, little uh, maybe technical is the word. So I started with the 21 day program. I poured my 
all, I poured my passion into it, all my tips, my tricks, my tools. I thought, okay, all of these women are asking me, I get these messages, these DMs, and they're saying, Taryn, how did you go from that picture that you posted on your Instagram, overweight, so insecure, lost, didn't know, didn't have any mentors to the woman that I see now, you know, fit and strong and confident. And so I was constantly DMing these women like one by one. So finally I was like, you know what, I'm going to create a program of how, how do I, achieve just to get things going, like have a new perspective on life. And I've even, I have fashion in there. I mean, anything that I'm passionate about. And so I started the 21 day program. And then I had about just a small group, like 20 women or so go through this 20, this 21 day program. And then on day 22, they were all like, Taryn, we're not going anywhere. We love it. We want more. And I was like, Oh my God, I don't have anything else. So within about 48 hours, I created the community where, which is like ongoing. And so that is how it just kind of organically happened. One day program evolved into the community and I still have the 21 day program. So I hope that helps any of your listeners that are kind of wondering how the community was evolved from, you know, nothing to what it is today. Right. No, I think that's a, great explanation for how it started and how people have stayed involved because sometimes I think people do connect with programs and then like you said they just get to the end and then they move on and um they haven't created that community the connection right right and you know what let me just really piggyback on something you just said which is so powerful ladies and gentlemen anyone that's listening community if you have a program if you have a product if anything that you have I so highly employ I suggest I don't know what the word is to get across you must create the community so that they all can become your tribe and that is how you just speak is stronger together that is how the word gets out that's how you can spread the word of whatever you're creating whatever you want to create there's just nothing more powerful than a community or a tribe especially these days I totally agree. I feel like we're online all the time and looking at other people's lives and then we become disconnected because there's too many people. So we kind of have to bring it back into one, especially with the internet. Now we can connect with very like-minded people and building that community is so important uh, with all the disconnect that's happening with exactly. the internet and our phone. Exactly. Yeah. So well said. Um, and so in your experience with uh, finding these women or them coming to you, what would you say that women are struggling with the most? So obviously weight, but is it with food or fitness or stress or just what do you find is a common denominator? The common denominator for every woman is confidence. It's over and over and over and over again. Yeah, they come in. The thing is, though, and they don't even know it. They come in and they say, Taryn, I don't know how to eat or I, I, I don't know how to exercise. I don't have time. They have all these reasons of why they're not achieving the goals or feeling the way that they want to feel, looking the way they want to look. And when I peel back the layers, it's because they've lost that inner confidence. They've lost that belief in themselves. So that is 
is why Fit and Chic, the lifestyle is so successful. And these women are so engaged. And I have such a high retention rate. Very few women leave. And to be honest with you, when they leave, they come back. And it's because I fill them up on the inside. I have them love themselves on the inside, build that self-confidence, that self-esteem, that self-love. And when you have that, there's no stopping you. And then, yes, okay, then I can teach you about nutrition and I can show you about the exercises and we can talk about fashion and we can talk about lifestyle and everything else, which is on the outside, on the exterior, but it all starts with self-love, self-confidence and self-esteem. I think that is missing. And like I said at the beginning, most women, they don't even realize, but once we start to peel it back, it's like, yeah, that's what's, that's what's missing. Right. And so what would you say are three steps or some initial advice that women can use right now to start living a more confident life? How can they live their best life? I love, love that question. So the first thing that you need to do, you need to set a goal. And not just any goal. Like you, I mean, you can pick whatever goal you want, but I like to have my fit and chic babes dig deeper. So when someone says, okay, uh, Taryn, my goal is to lose 20 pounds. Okay, that's great. But why? Like, how are you going to feel when you lose 20 pounds? Like, let's go there. Well, I guess I'm going to feel more confident. I'm going to feel happier. I'm going to, I'm going to have more energy. I'll be able to chase my kids around the park. I'll be happier wife. Like, okay, now we're digging deep. Okay. Now that's a deep rooted why. So that's the first, um, the first step. Um, I have so many steps, but that's like really the most important one. And then the next one for just living three steps to living a healthier life. So setting a goal and then a gratitude journal, being grateful, like for right now, finding something, if you're breathing, if you're listening and you're having a really hard day, you don't think that anything's going, going your way and you just feel like everything, you just not lucky or whatever. Find a pen and write down five to 10 things that you are grateful for. So a gratitude journal. I always say that when you can look at the world through the lens of gratitude, then it becomes literally a magical place. That may sound maybe corny or something to some people, but it's so true. When you can find something that you're grateful for every in every situation, then your life, you will feel so much better. So, and then um, lastly, surround yourself with positive people. So that goes, that kind of ties back into the tribe. Um, you know, it's being very hyper aware of who you're surrounding yourself with. Are they negatively taking you down? Are people positively pumping you up and they just genuinely want the best for you? Find those people, find the positive people that are rooting you on with your business or you know they wanna see you achieve your, your physical goals or whatever it is. So um, I, I would say that those are my top three. I have so many, like I said, but those would be set a goal, gratitude journal, and really surrounding yourself with positive people and then you can move into you know the exercise and drinking more water and um you know more more fitness stuff like that right right those those are those are awesome steps that I think people can do it doesn't cost money it's really just taking the time for yourself exactly exactly yeah putting yourself first exactly and how do you take those steps into your own life what does your like morning routine look like or 
a day-to-day uh, routine? Okay, so I have two little boys. They are four and two. So um, sometimes it gets crazy because I am running this business, but um, they bring me so much joy though. Actually, I just love any chance that I get to to talk about them. But my morning, my morning routine starts around 5.30 a.m. I get out of bed with at the first time that my alarm goes off. So I'm not hitting snooze. And I do this because I'm just so genuinely motivated. Like I I don't love the word motivated. Like I am just, I am so driven to become the next version of myself. You know, whether it means like achieving my my physical um, business goals, whatever it is. So I, I'm, I'm literally excited to get out of bed um, every morning, which has taken time, okay, to, 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 to get to this point. But I get up at 5.30, and within about 15 minutes, I'm in the gym. So I don't waste time on my phone. I don't waste time cleaning the house. Anything that could distract me, I do not do it. I pick out my clothes the night before. So my morning routine essentially starts the night before when I'm picking out my gym clothes. I wake up at 5.30, I put my gym clothes on, I brush my teeth, and I, my gym bag is already packed, my pre-workout, my waters, everything's already ready to go, and I am in the gym within about 15 minutes, and I am in there for about an hour and a half because I love it. I love, love fitness and lifting weights. I love my time in the gym. And then when I come back, I shower, I eat a really healthy meal. And uh, also when I'm doing my cardio, the first 10 minutes are just kind of a, a warm up. And that is my first time that I'm plugging in and sharing the daily challenge with my fit and sheet community. And then after I get back from that and showered, then, you know, get the boys ready for the day. And then I'm really just full on into whatever I have to do like whether it's an interview or writing article articles or you know seeing someone for whatever it is with my business that's awesome I actually really like that you said you spend an hour and a half at the gym because you love it because so many people are like oh you only need 45 minutes do it in half an hour where I also spend an hour and a half because I just like being there and I like doing my full workout full cardio so I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, if you're if you're not like Rachel and I and you don't have that same passion for being in the gym and you only want to be in there for 25 minutes, that's okay. That's perfect. Like you should be proud of yourself for being there. But, you know, Rachel and I we just, you know, take it to another level cuz we love it, but that's that's totally okay. I cuz I sometimes I get almost insecure, you know, sharing how long I'm in the gym because I don't want anyone else to feel insecure, but it is simply because I love it. Right. Well, and making sure that for that you're spending, if you spend an hour and a half in the gym, it's because you're actually working out and not spending an hour because half of it you spend on your phone. So I oh think my God. it is, you have to be focused. Yes. Oh my God. I can't even, I almost, I have to, I can't even look at people who are stuck on their phone at the gym. I can't even look at them. I'm like, why are you here? Like, exactly. you're just, like I'm in my my zone and I'm like I'm so focused like I love it I have the energy I'm listening to my my music and then when I see someone almost trying it's like they're trying to kill my vibe I'm like go do that somewhere else <laughs> exactly I totally agree <laughs> so if someone is listening and they're not super keen on the gym because I'm sure you hear a lot I have tons of friends that just really hate going to the gym uh, what would you suggest to get someone moving? Like what fitness class or activity would you suggest just as kind of like a gateway to fitness? 
Oh, I love that question. So, okay. I had kind of have two answers. If you are somebody that doesn't love the gym, but you are also very out of shape, you know, like you need something, you just don't know how to get started. Cause that is where I'm sharing where I used to be. That was me when I saw that photo come in of myself in Thailand. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like enough, enough. Like I was overweight out of shape. And the first thing that I did was I went for a very light jog around the block just one time that's all you have to do maybe it's just a walk but just get outside put those running shoes on and hit the pavement and get your music going and get outside i mean okay now of course now i have to take into consideration calgarians uh albertans um I know that's always a challenge if it's snowing, then you've got to find a gym that you are comfortable with just doing a little bit of cardio. Like you've just, you've got to break the barrier of just moving your body. That's what I did. And that's what got the ball, ball rolling for me. And then the next step was I found myself in fit, fitness classes. And then I went up from there. I went in and started lifting weights and I taught myself everything. Um, so that is the one answer for somebody who is can find themselves, you know, relating to how I used to be, which was very overweight. Now, if you're already fit and you're just like, oh, I just can't work out on my own. I hate lifting weights. Then definitely, definitely fine. There's so many great classes out there start soul cycling kickboxing um you know spinning whatever it is there is there's just no excuse like you just you got to find something that you enjoy doing that that is um you know that you can move your body with and that accountability if you need it i mean it's there for you there's so many classes or of course you know my fit and sheet community there's three workout videos every single week and you've got the accountability built into the tribe there so i mean either way either perspective there's just no excuse you have to move your body every single day you got to do it girl yes i love that well and also like you said accountability you could find somebody in your facebook community group or just in life to go to these fitness classes together if you don't feel comfortable showing up by yourself yeah exactly if you don't feel comfortable or if you just don't trust yourself that you're gonna be there then yeah you get a partner you sign up like for example my sister who lives in um Okotoks actually she loves orange theory because I guess I don't I haven't been to an orange theory but I guess you have to sign up for the class like the day before which I think is so genius because you've signed up so then it's like well you know you've got to they're expecting you so I I love that I don't know if that was like the intention that they had behind that but I think it's so smart because you know when my sister puts her name down you know, the day before she knows that they are waiting for her to fill that spot in that class. So that it could also be something that, you know, very beneficial. Totally. Well, and they also have, I always get stuck because there, there's a fee if you cancel like too close to the class. And so you, you end up signing up and you're like, well, I have to go because I'm not going to pay for it and not go. So oh my late God. Cancel fees are, I mean, we all hate them, but they do get <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. That is really smart. That is smart. So there you go, ladies. Orange theory. You don't want to pay that late fee. <laughs> or <Exactly>. that no <laughs> fee. Um, so what are the challenges? We'll go back to the business side of what you're doing. What are the challenges of running your own business? 
Okay, I I have to laugh. Like I just laughed. What are the challenges, Rachel? Everything. There's nothing easy. I'm being. I, I I have to be so transparent. Like I just literally don't know how to be any other way. There is nothing easy about running a business. If it, show me if somebody's like, oh, I find it so easy, then okay, I want to do what you do because when you're the CEO, when you're the visionary, when you're the founder of it, there is nothing easy about it. I mean, I have to figure out everything from the back end, the technical part. I have to be, you know, the leader. I have to be coming up with the workouts. I mean, there's nothing easy, but at the very same token, that is why I love it. I love challenges. I love that tomorrow I don't know exactly what fire I'm going to have to put out, you know, what is going to come across my 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 table so to speak tomorrow. I love that. I've I am born to be an entrepreneur. I tried many other things. Um, you know, working as it's actually funny how many certifications and I went to nursing school, EMT. I I I'm a dental assistant. I'm not even kidding you. I tried so many things and then finally I had the confidence and the courage to create my own thing. And I've never been more fulfilled and more happy. So um, everything is a challenge. Um, I don't know if that is like, I wish I could be more specific, but like, I don't know, there's nothing easy about it. Um... <laughs> no, I, t I mean, I totally understand. Um, what advice then, based on your experience with running a business and the challenges, what advice would you give to women who are looking to start their own business, whether it's from a passion, a side hustle, uh, what what would you tell them if they wanted to start one up? Okay, so let me, um, I, I feel like I have to say one more thing from the last question. I don't wanna scare anyone off. I'm like, okay, I just scared like 10 potential brand new entrepreneurs off. I don't wanna scare anyone. I'm just being transparent that obviously, you know, creating your own brand or being an entrepreneur is, full of challenges, but you just have to embrace them. And it's the most rewarding career out there. I cannot imagine anything else in life that is more rewarding than being an entrepreneur. So do not be scared. Yes, there's challenges, but you learn and you grow so quickly. So I want to say that now to answer your question, any advice for somebody who has an idea, a budding entrepreneur, somebody who wants to create a brand, girl go all in that is my advice stop waiting stop denying your passions and just jump in and don't just dip your toes in because that'll never work you've got to jump all in i went all in when i decided that i was going to do fit and chic and it was going to be a lifestyle community i was going to change the world one woman at a time i didn't just say okay let's see if it works i'm going to just you know kind of see when i when i had the, the when the, i had the vision and i knew that i could not be anything else but an entrepreneur i went all in and i i mean i am all in when i tell you that like i mean I, there is no one more passionate than i am i am so determined to accomplish all my dreams and goals no matter what happens and i've overcome a lot of challenges in my life but also especially just in the last year of officially launching uh fit and chic so you just have to go all in and fail faster because you're gonna screw up you're gonna be embarrassed you're gonna waste money but 
fail faster and then, um, you know, lead with your heart, lead with your passion. Don't do anything because you're, you're a girlfriend is making money doing it. So maybe you can make money. Don't do that because you're just gonna, it's going to fade out. You're going to waste time. Find what you're most passionate about and lead with your heart. And that is when literally the world will open up. The universe will open up to you and all of the opportunities will come and you'll never be more fulfilled. That was an amazing answer. I'm inspired. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) No, I think that's awesome. And I think people forget that it does take a lot of work and a lot of effort and sacrifice to really do what you love in life. So I think that was a good reminder to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just to kind of add to that too, that it is so hard getting started. It's so hard. If anyone wants to reach out to me and just like, I, you can cry on my shoulder because I know it's uncomfortable. It's awkward. People are like, what are you doing? Like, why? Who needs that? Like, they're looking at you funny and people are on social media. Like, they're talking about you going, okay, like, is that going to work? You got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. You got to get up the, the mountain. And then you'll get to a point where you're like, ah, I told you. And then you never, it, like, you're never going to feel like you're there or you made it. If, if you ever feel like that, you need to start actually raising the bar and reaching for a new level. But I promise you, ladies, it does get easier but the beginning part of being an entrepreneur which I'm sure you can totally relate with me Rachel is is the beginning there's nothing more uncomfortable than the early stages of being an entrepreneur definitely I agree and like you said explain to people what you do because for the longest time I was just like I'm just in marketing and then just would ask them a different question so that it would like move on (laughs) oh my god right That is like answering that question is still a struggle. I'm like, well, I don't know. Do you have an hour? Like, do you want the long version? Like everyone thinks you're crazy when you, when people ask me, like, what do you do? That is like, but once you can, what do you, so Rachel, what do you say now when, when people ask you, what do you do? Um, I tell them that I own a digital marketing agency. I'm a podcast host and I'm an influencer. Oh. So I've kind of nailed down. People don't really understand what any of that means still, but it's fine. <laughs> I love that though. Isn't that so much more powerful than your first answer? Because, and I can totally relate to that because at my early stages, when people say, what do you do? I would fumble and I don't even remember, but I, I remember just trying to downplay it because I didn't quite believe in it yet. But now it's like, oh, I am the CEO and founder of Fit and Chic, a lifestyle for a lifestyle community for women. I change women's lives around the world. Like I own that now, but um, yeah, at the beginning, whoo, it was like uh, it's very hard to answer that. But I love you when you when you answered that the second time. I felt your confidence. Like you, uh, I love that. I love that. Right, and I think it is. Uh, in your head, really determining what it is you are doing, what you want people to know that you're doing, instead of like, like you said, instead of kind of making up sentences to kind of describe around what you're doing, to really like get a sentence that explains what you're doing, I think is really helpful. So at least you're not hesitating when people ask you. Right, right. That's huge. That's really huge. I could have benefited from this conversation. Yeah, about a year ago. So I hope somebody I know someone out there is benefiting it from this for sure. You got to own it. Yes, absolutely. Um, And 
you kind of answered this through your passion, explaining uh, your advice, but what keeps you motivated? And is there anybody that you look up to for inspiration and motivation? Okay. Love your questions are amazing. I love your podcast. Um, my motivation. So I kind of just briefly mentioned this earlier. I, I don't really believe in motivation, to be honest with you. Motivation is a feeling. It comes and goes. You can be motivated in the moment to clean out every cupboard in your kitchen. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, uh, I don't feel like it. So you cannot rely on motivation. It has to be deeper than that. You have to have a, a, a vision. You have to be, you have to want to actually reach another level. So I'm not motivated when I wake up. When I wake up, it's because I know that I have uh, a vision of who I want to become. I, I, I have to reach that next level. It's so much deeper than that. So with that said, there is nothing that motivates me outside of myself. Okay, I want to say that again, nothing exterior, nothing outside of myself motivates me. Yes, there are, there's things that I, I have to, that, that, you know, inspire me, absolutely, but it's all within because I am so determined to reach the next level of my business, the next version of myself, that that is what drives me and that is all from within. Um and oh, and then the, the, the second part of your question, um, it kind of ties in with the first, I don't look up to anyone um, for, you know, fit, fitness inspiration. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, female physiques that they certainly inspire me, but I'm just trying to be the best me. I'm just trying to be the healthiest version of myself. I want to push my body and I want it to be the fittest that I ever have for me. And it's not because I'm trying to look like anyone else because I know I can't look like anyone else like I'm only capable of of my greatest potential so I'm just very aware of that and there's just really you know no one that really inspire uh that really you know I, I shouldn't say inspire because there are women that you know I have you know fit bodies on my vision board but it's really just to kind of glance at because again like I am inspired by the potential that I know that I have to reach my next next uh, level, the next version of myself. I hope that makes sense. No, it totally does. And I think that was a really important message because we spend so much time on Instagram scrolling and looking at people's amazing lives and amazing bodies. And it can be a little bit depressing and unmotivating. So it's good to have that inner motivation that you don't need to, to make that like connection between Instagram and yourself, that it's really just that's Instagram and this is who I am. Yes, yes. And so how I got to this level of it all just being within my own self is because I used to be so depressed looking at Instagram when that whole like hashtag Fitspo, you know, took off. I was the girl that took hours thumbing through the news, uh, the, the feed and comparing myself, comparing myself, comparing myself. And I felt so bad about myself and that's sad. Like I actually, like that is so sad. And if you can relate to that, you have to stop doing that. Do not compare yourself to anybody. That is such a waste of time. Get off of the, the feed, like get off. If you have to like take a break from social media, whatever it is, like you are so beautiful and perfect 
appreciate the way that you are. You need to love yourself in the body that you're in right now. Yeah, we can all be better. We can all have reach for better versions of ourselves physically and mentally, emotionally and business. But you it has to start with loving the way that you are right now. You need to stop comparing yourself. That has to stop among women. It is making us so depressed. I 100% agree. And I actually, if I scroll through Instagram and I come across a photo and there's like a brief thought of like, I wish I was like her or same thing. Like I don't like how I look because of her. And then I honestly just unfollow them unless they're like my friend, but usually they have like lots of followers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you don't need that negativity in your life. Exactly. Yeah, if there's, exactly. And um, yeah. And you know what else too? Not just in your bodies, but in your business. Because I also used to watch women that are in doing the same thing that I'm doing in terms of being a CEO, a speaker, uh, writing books, um, you know, hosting huge retreats. Like this is all things that I'm doing and strive to do more of. Um, and in the past, I used to see these women and I was jealous and why are they so successful and not me and poor me. And that got me nowhere so fast. Like it just made me sit there and do nothing. And now I celebrate them. I DM them. I say, I'm so inspired by you. Like, let's do something together. Let's collaborate. Like my mind is so different. And this is all taken work like this. I didn't just wake up with this mindset. It's taken a lot of rewiring my mindset and rewiring my brain, listening to only very inspirational podcasts um, and YouTube videos. And so it's taken a, a journey getting here, but I now do not get get threatened by anyone that is more successful than me, I celebrate them. So I hope that also helps someone from a business standpoint, because it can be, you know, very, it can be very hard seeing someone take off and be successful in business. And you want that so bad, but do not be jealous because that's not going to get you anywhere. You have to celebrate them. Right. No, I love that. And then it also comes back to your community and having women supporting women. Um, I think that obviously is a common thread with everything that you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. Women empowerment. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yep. No, that's amazing. Um, And what is next for you and for Fit and Chic? Okay. I'm so excited. So there's so much. Um, so let me answer that from me, Taryn, the, you know, Taryn Shea, uh, perspective first speaking engagements. Well, actually Taryn Shea and fit and shake, it's kind of one in the same. So I'll just answer it all at the same time, but speaking engagements, I cannot wait to do more of in, uh, the end of this year. And, uh, at, obviously in 2019, we have so many exciting opportunities lining up. Um, and actually, we just, I just got back from a three city tour. I went to Tampa, then Edmonton, Alberta, then Calgary. And I spoke at every one of their women's shows, which was a huge, amazing opportunity for me. And again, which I'm so passionate getting in front of these women and hugging them and taking pictures. And it was just, it just fed my soul. It was just one of the most amazing things that I've done 
definitely in fit and chic for sure. You know, since I've launched the brand and then I also hosted a retreat while I was on that tour. So I was away from Miami for almost three weeks. So, um, that was really exciting. So just coming off of that tour now, I'm just, uh, just, figuring out my next moves, lining up the next um, speaking engagements. Then we've got more retreats coming up. We've got merchandise coming down the pipelines. Um, we've got a challenge within my Fit and Sheet community, which is ongoing, but we also do uh, challenges every few weeks where everybody gets on board and it's like a push. We all challenge each other and then the winner gets prizes. So we've got an upcoming challenge in two weeks that we're going to just finish off 2018 like the warriors that we are so i'm so excited to to uh to lead that and then just really growing my community like that's just something that i'm so passionate about is just reaching new women and welcoming new women and cheering them on as they as they reach new levels you know transforming their their minds and their bodies so that is kind of all of it in a nutshell. Of course, I have so many, I, I could go on for like two hours of all my dreams and goals that I have, but that's kind of everything in a nutshell for you. Well, it sounds busy. Sounds awesome, <laughs> but it sounds busy. <laughs> yes, and that's why I'm so grateful for Jocelyn. I just, I'm so grateful. She's the one who reached out to me. So I do have a team that helps me behind the scenes that are also very proud fit and chic babes as well. So I, I cannot take all of um you know the the glory i guess so to speak is that i have incredible women that help me with these opportunities and keep me organized when i travel so have to have to shout out to them ashley and jocelyn <laughs> no that's amazing you always need a village to make these these things happen oh a hundred percent um and where can people find you online if they want more information or to join your community Okay, so my favorite place to hang out for sure and interact with everyone is on Instagram. So follow me, DM me. I want to hear from you. Tell me about your story. If you are, you know, budding entrepreneur or, you know, you're in just that you want to get started with your transformation. It's Taryn Fit and Chic. Taryn Fit and Chic. So T-A-R-Y-N Fit and Chic. And then on Facebook, we have my my Facebook page is Taryn Shea, or you can find my pay, my business page, which is Fit and Chic. Um, and then if you want to join my community, you can go to my website and everything is there. That's where I'll be, where we sell our tickets. You can buy my merchandise. You can sign up for the, our, uh, 21 day program, which is actually just kicking off today, or you can join the ongoing monthly, um, uh, community. So that's TarenShea.net. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and inspirational advice. Um, I'm sure everyone got something out of that. I know I did. So thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you, Rachel. The, it was such a privilege and I love everything that you're doing. And I'm just so grateful that we're connected and I can't wait to continue our friendship. Yes, same. <laughs>